Welcome to a new episode of Poise to Shine. I'm your host, Nicoletta Mura, Confidence and Leadership Coach. Don't forget to sign up for my newsletter and also join my free community on Facebook, The Confidence Tribe, if you want to develop your self-confidence and assertiveness supported by a group of like-minded women. Enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Poise to Shine. Today, I have another great guest, Alison Kapols, business process expert. And I'm so excited to have you here, Alison. Thank you. Can you tell us a bit more about yourself? Well, thank you very much. I'm very excited to be here too. So uh, my name is Alison Couples. As she says, I'm a business process expert. And I started my business, Innovate Collaborate. I originally started as a VA. And this was in 2015, so quite a while ago now. Uh, then what happened is my business evolved as I noticed that more people were not just asking me to do their admin. I was asked to sort of help them out on, on how to make things a bit easier, a bit quicker, a bit more automated. And, and that's where I shine a bit because I'm quite a busybody. And if I could see a quicker way to do something, I will do it. <laughs> I love it. And uh, we need that, honestly. Like, especially when we get caught up uh, into the new technology, the new thing that we need to do. Um, I love the name as well of your company, Innovate Collaborate. Can you tell me a bit more how you came to it? Well, I was working with changing my name because I was, uh, when I was a VA, I was known as direct admin and uh, I wanted to take away from just the admin part of it. And I was coming up with name and I said, well, I want something that says about how I work together with my clients because I'm like a bolt on department to their company as such. Um, so I, I was trying to think of something with partnership, collaboration, and then, um, and obviously, obviously all the things, all the tools that I help them use, all the new apps that I introduced them to, it's all about innovating their processes. So that's where that came out. Uh, we went for innovate and collaborate for a while, but then innovate, collaborate just sounded better. And we just liked it. Me and myself and a marketing friend of mine. That's amazing. I really love it. And, uh, and I think you found really a good way to summarize what you do, uh, which, you know, it's a feat in itself because not everyone does it. Yeah, and, well, thank you. <laughs> what do you wish you had known when you started out? I think one of the things that uh, I've, I've been trapped in in the past is this uh, constant feel to uh, compare yourself elsewhere, um, comparisonitis as they call it. But what I was, I heard as a quote, and I, I, apologies, I won't know who did this quote, but it's uh, don't compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 30 because you don't know, you don't see all the progress, you don't see all their hard work, you don't see their investing in themselves, you don't see their team sometimes. They've worked hard to get where they are. It's not like it's just a flash in the pan unless they're one of these people who've gone on reality TV and suddenly got <laughs> some Instagram deal or something. <laughs> Most likely they've got a lot of things behind the scenes that you don't see. Yeah. And, you, you, and you definitely don't see their struggles and their, their hard days and things like that. So that I wish I would have known because sometimes you're thinking, well, why are they doing so well? Why is that? why is their marketing so great and their graphics so wonderful and and it's 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 not helpful it's like a riding on a a rocking horse as they say it's something to do but it doesn't get you anywhere so it's it's something you've got to try and avoid as much as you can 
yeah hard in social media times oh my god look yesterday just yesterday someone asked me um the same question in a way of uh, you know what was a challenge or something like that and i was really um saying how um looking only you know at these big people that already achieved in a way everything that at such a level but you only see one side of their life and of their business um that's not helpful or that also wasn't real for me because when i was thinking to start a business you know you look at these people and you're like wow okay so i have to do these things but they're doing these things in year 10 not in year one and yeah. uh, I remember before doing my first video, even on YouTube, uh, so I'm a huge uh, um, Marie Forleo fan, okay? <laughs> and uh, um, I, I went scavenging for uh, one of her first videos because I wanted to see how she was. Right. And uh, look, she was good already. Don't, don't get me wrong but she was sitting on her sofa you know in just a nice shirt jeans and a laptop on her knees and I was like okay I can do that you know <laughs> <laughs> and and it was encouraging and as well when uh, um, I, when I found the right group of uh, uh, like-minded people you know through memberships and so on yes. then you start seeing okay so that's reality and then I can make better choices based on reality instead of you know instead of the highlight reel you get on social media yeah totally agree with that yeah definitely Um, so this is so timely because uh, it was as well something i was mentioning yesterday so it was like wow (laughs) on point and uh, so how did you uh become uh, a business process expert so you said you started as uh, sba yeah so from when i was 18 many many moons ago <laughs> like a few years ago a few years ago yeah. five years ago <laughs> um, I, I started in admin um from straight from well actually I was working in admin part-time while I was at college uh, I did IT at college my mom was an IT trainer um I've always worked in the admin background whether it's for um the councils local council uh, private companies telecoms recruitment always from anything from just the entry payroll assistant admin to I've worked for uh, PAs for MD. So I've seen lots of different industries and lots of different ways to do things in an admin sense and what things work well and what things don't work well. And all the way through my employment, I was always picked up on, uh, (laughs) this sounds awful, as again, being a busybody, because if I saw one of my members of my team struggling with something or doing it the long way around, say, you know, just to take it back to basics, they were using an Excel spreadsheet and they weren't using a formula that I know they could use to make it quicker, I'd be helping them with them and I'd be pulled up for that because, you know, you should be getting along with your own work, Alison, you know. But I thought, well, if I'm saving the team time, I'm saving the company time, then, you know, why is that? Absolutely. You know, judged harshly. Um, So eventually that's probably why I was made into sort of an admin manager in the end because I was <laughs> they wanted to replicate what I was doing but with uh, with actually not taking me away from the functionality of my work but as I say it was one of those things that I always do and then I realized that I have a passion for admin I have a passion for anything that makes it things quicker and easier and and a lot of people get into business and they don't because that's not what they got into it for. It's not what their passion is. A lot of people don't enjoy looking at spreadsheets like me. <laughs> but uh, they, that's, that, it was interesting to me because 
I just always assume that people, especially even people younger than me, who've had more access to more technology than me, would know more than me. And sometimes they don't, especially now because they're just overwhelmed with the amount of technology they've got. And whereas when I was coming through, uh, I'm technically a very older version of a millennial. So uh, I'm using quote marks for millennial, but uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm the top end. So I was coming through it where you were still using encyclopedias to do your homework and things like that. It was only towards the end when I was going to college in 2000 that we started using search engines and they weren't even Google. It was like Ask Jeeves and Lycos and obviously this. Yay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. The dog. Yeah, that's it. So so because I've seen it all come through, it's like you slowly learned it. Whereas now it's just sort of just thrown on top of them. We've got this and that. And and it, it means that some of them don't know, you know, how to write an email sometimes, or they don't know what, you know, BCC is on an email, for example, just to use a really quick example, or they don't know what apps, because there's so many apps out there, you know, people don't know that there's things that you can set up to help you do your day-to-day things that are probably taking you a lot of time to do. So I I say, that became my passion. Um, If a new app comes out that can save me half an hour, I'm jumping on it, I'll find out about it, because then I can tell my clients about it, and that's what I do, and that's what what I love, really. That's amazing. And uh, um, I think it's, you are spot on on one thing that if you're not passionate about something, if it's not really, you know, your area of expertise, it becomes, uh, uh, well, kind of a chore. It's slower. And uh, a lot of people that are in business try to wear as many hats as possible because we all do that. We are, uh, we are the CEO of our company. We, you know, we are our PR. We are everything. <laughs> And I mean, and all that, especially when we are starting. But at the same mm-hmm. time, um, if we keep um, pushing through on some stuff that clearly is not what we want to do, we are losing actually income. We're losing earnings that we could be, you know, having while doing what we want to do and what we are really exactly. good at. And uh, your role is really fantastic because. Uh, Thank you. Also, I was looking at, on on your website and I loved a little patch that you had and it was about your, your service because there was uh, admin, add more <laughs> and uh, something like that. And I loved it. It You're was talking such a- about outsourcing that again, that was a, a marketing friend that uh, gave me that tip because I was trying to think of one that I didn't want to go with gold, silver, bronze or, you know, uh, light. And I said, I said on, um, I think it was on a LinkedIn post or something. I said, look, I don't want to say light and regular. It just makes me think of sanctuary wear and I don't like that. I was just thinking I wanted something like fun and, and a bit different. And somebody suggested that to me. I was like, I love it. But exactly, they're from marketing. They came up with that in seconds yeah. like that. And it was, it was fantastic. And the same with my logo. I couldn't design a logo like that. Not a chat. Well, I could. I probably would be. It'd take a long time and it wouldn't be as good. So, yeah, it's one of those things that if you can outsource it, and that, that's obviously what I promote, obviously, because that's what you have to do to employ you'd be outsourcing your admin. If you let go of a little bit of that control over one part of your business, you can focus on where you are passionate about, whether that's client delivery, the sales, getting new clients in and, and doing the bit that you are good for, that you're made for. Um, whereas 
are made for admin. <laughs> yeah, and I love that because you are playing to your strengths. You are playing to something that you discovered you loved. And mm. instead of kind of trying to say, oh, okay, but maybe I need to be the creative person, right? Yeah. It's like that's, that's the part about someone might be the idea person, but then taking care of the admin is taking away so much other of their energy or their time while instead they can totally outsource it, which by the way, is something that I recommend as soon as people can to outsource the task yeah. that they really don't want to do in their business because yeah. otherwise, what's the point? You get stuck into another nine to five and then, you know, hello? Well, yeah, that's it. Well, what I'm trying to do myself is because some people aren't ready to outsource yet, totally get that because it, it can be, you know, costly. And although you do reap the benefits of it, I can understand it. When you started with no money, you, you've got no money. But um, so what I'm also doing is doing a, on a lower stage is teaching people uh, some of the things that help them. So my mailing list obviously gives little tips as, as we go through. My um, classes are things like helping you with social scheduling and batching because obviously that saves your time in the long run. Um, uh, ideas on how to manage your mailbox better, uh, things like that, because then that's a case of, you don't have to outsource your work to me. You can you can do these things yourself. If you've got time to invest in it, then that's yeah. that's something and it can you help can you learn. on the long run. Yeah, and they can learn and maybe discover that they actually like it as well. Yeah. And uh, sometimes people just don't know how to get started. But yeah. that's fantastic. I love that you are offering these type of services because uh, mm. uh, you're cutting into different people and their different needs, but still with the core message of making your life simpler and yeah saving time <laughs> yeah fighting and time crimes is what i call it <laughs> love it and uh, so how do you define success what is success for alison um success it was really interesting actually because we were discussing this a few weeks ago um and a lot of people they'll say things like this whole six figures and seven figures and all this stuff and then there's people said well actually you've got to put something to it so what I did is I did a spreadsheet of course I did a spreadsheet <laughs> of course I did and I wrote all the things that I need for day-to-day -day life that um so what I need to earn to pay my bills to pay things to, to pay what I what I need to pay um which is obviously what I'm doing at the moment I'm, I'm just sort of plodding and I'm quite happy so then I did a list on all my things for my ideal life. So that's like having a cleaner in, having <laughs> my yeah. other half, my other half's wages paid for him so he doesn't have to work. Um, my uh, more holidays and there was things like a new lease on a new car, you know, silly. It was, it was a silly list. Like it was a, a list to make it super, super. I wanted to see how far it was. And it actually wasn't as much as getting the six figure business. Yeah. And that actually was really motivating to say, actually, I don't need to earn 100K. I don't need to. I only need about, I think it was, it worked out to about 60 or 70K. That's really motivating for me because it just makes you go, oh, it's achievable and it's yes. reachable. And it's not just this uh, mandatory figure that's just in your head with nothing. So that is my level of elevated success. But to be honest, the success that I have now is my, my work life balance. I have a four-year-old who um, she'll be going to school in September. No. I'm looking to uh, be able to go and go and go to these things that they do in school time, so sports days, assemblies, and and uh, little workshops that they do. That's really important to them. That is my to have that and to be able to do that easily 
and to obviously have the time off during the holidays and I'm sure a lot of parents feel like this it's that that's more that gives you a lot lot more than yes. um, than just you know an arbitrary number and there was a time for me when I was working in corporate where I realized that I will happily trade some money um, for some more days off. I really found that, uh, you know, I wanted that type of flexibility. And, uh, and I see that uh, a lot of people um, might get caught up to the, you know, hype of the six mm. figures. And look, if they want that, I'm happy for them. You know, it's like, yeah. it's good to own Definitely. what you want. But the important part is to realize if it's really something that we want or just something because other people are doing it. So we mm. think it's the right way, you know, to go at yeah. it. And uh, um, I love that you made that list because I made a similar list. <laughs> um, so I have to say, I'm not as unmean-minded, you know, as yourself, mm. but I definitely am a huge um, list planner kind of um, type of person. So I made that list as well yes. because I wanted to see um, what I needed to aim for and also even just give myself a space for those crazy stuff that, you know, um, an extra, I want to go on a cruise, for instance. I'm really, really yeah. looking forward to it. So I was like, okay, so I need to allocate that, you know, in my mental budget, let's say. And uh, mm. what do I need for it? But I love that it's possible. And I love that it's a realistic approach as well to, uh, you know, planning for how much do I need to earn? What, what does my business need? And just the other day, a person who was considering living the nine to five was asking me, right, about... Um, what to do and how to move forward and my first question was have you checked how much money do you need to actually mm, you know being exactly. able to live and being able to survive and be fine for a while and they were like no and i was like okay first step there you yeah. go because um it's so easy to say I, I want to start a business i want the flexibility i'm all for it but the realistic part that's super key and uh, mm. <laughs> so I love what you've done. And I really wish that you would be able to achieve um, all, you know, your goals. Yes. So yes, I get a cleaner in and I'll get a cook in and they can cook me healthy meals. I can lose some weight while I'm at it. Fantastic. <laughs> love it. Love it. I'm all for it. Actually, um, the, the, having someone cooking for me, it's in my list as well. <laughs> just, I'd say my husband does it uh, most of the time. It's really good. But uh, it would be nice just to have someone professional. <laughs> and, <laughs> but um, So things uh, might not have always been so easy. Um, what's something you failed at or you struggled with? Um, I think I know I know what to do with regards to admin. I've got the well, eighteen, nineteen years of admin experience. So, admin and things like that, fine, I can do it. But conveying that message sometimes can be quite tricky. So, things like uh, sales and marketing is is a weaker point for me, which is why I'm I'm looking at working with. Uh, um, a colleague of mine that's that from my marketing and uh, with sales uh, I, I was sort of say we're in a membership with Jessica Lorimer she's the sales guru so that it's something that I have to keep uh, I have to work on quite consciously and it's only because it's something that's a little bit well it started out I'm definitely more comfortable than I was because when I, I I think a lot of people can be like that. You think of sales, you think of car salesmen, you think of sleaziness, you think of, oh, that uncomfortable yeah, feeling. Yeah, all the pushiness. Uh, yeah, and all the, all the, oh, well, you can have 20% off and all these silly things that 
used to think and then I think again I think it was Jessica Lara that said sales is just guiding them through the process of, of choosing what they want it's it's not it's not pushing anybody it's left allowing them to make a decision and that really really helped but because uh I've been one of these people who uh sort of I've got I've done some networking events and things like that and networking groups but that's probably about as far as I went for for my sales so I wasn't very uh, I, was, I was worried about putting too many things on social media and, and things like that, but I'm getting better at that. So that's something that still worked. I mean, it's not, it's not, I'm in no way brilliant. I'm brilliant at, or, you know, could sell snow to the Eskimos. I'm not like that at all. Nowhere near, but I'm definitely a lot more comfortable on that now. Uh, speaking in front of people, speaking passionately about my, um, my business and what I do, because it used to be a case of, oh, I'm Alison and I, I just do admin. And that would be yeah. it. <laughs> oh my God. And that I just, so I have a, I'm, I'm on a crusade at the moment yeah. about the word just. Okay. Yes. We women, especially, use it a lot. Exactly. And yes. we are constantly diminishing ourselves. I just have mm. an idea. I just have another question. I just, and it will happen. We're going to use it because mm. it's part of the vocabulary. So it's there. But uh, I so wish we used it less because, uh, uh, you know, we don't need to put ourselves down and uh, and undermine ourselves. It's like the world does it enough. So let's put Mm. us up and make sure that people, you know, see us as we are. Well, what's funny is if somebody used it in corporate world and said to me that I was just admin, they would have been in trouble for it. Yeah. (laughs) And I would have told them off for it. In fact, I think somebody did, if I'm thinking right back. I think somebody said, oh, yeah, but they're just admin. I went, whoa, hold on, yeah. we run this company. <laughs> <laughs> hold your horses. And, uh, but yes, and, and, I, and I find that uh, I'm glad that you are um, stepping outside of your comfort zone and, hey, mm. you're here, right? And yeah. <laughs> well done. Woo. And, woo. and at <laughs> the same time, um, it's, it's great to see that uh, I think you will, for instance, uh, perform in a way better um, in a one-to-one setting, maybe, yeah. you know, when it comes to uh, networking and connecting than a big group of people. Right? Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. definitely better at that. Yeah. And leverage that. Le- absolutely. And leverage that because that's mm. fantastic. I know that uh, for myself, um, as much as it seems uh, funny, but I do work better sometimes when I'm in a one-to-one setting uh, or even if I'm collaborating with people because you get to know the person and then you can establish a real you know, relationship. Sometimes, mm. uh, especially with social media, it's so easy to, to, to feel like you're talking to the emptiness because you yeah. don't know you're broadcasting this message and then you don't know where it goes well mm. when you have the person face to face we go back to the roots exactly <laughs> um, and I, f- I feel like with my clients that's how when I'm working with them I get so invested in their success it's, it's almost like I am part of their team that's 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 why I wanted the word collaborate in my title because I do feel like I'm part of like I'm their bolt-on admin department or their you know and 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 sometimes they need that it's just that extra because I'm given I'm given things like credentials to their software or I'm given an email address from them I feel like I'm part of the team so I'm Alison at and then my yeah. client's name and and then my signature changes to have their stuff so it does it feels like a part of the team so when they win something or they do something or I see on social media that they've done well with something I get really really excited by that even though I'm like it's not my business but it feels like it is so part but- of the journey 
Yes, and I think that's part of what uh, might distinguish you, you know, from uh, other people doing the same things that you do. Because the moment that you feel invested in the success of your clients, then automatically you know that you perform better, you do more, and yeah, uh, uh, and you know, and then that's also part of the real connection. But um, so, did you have role models uh, while you were growing up? As in, like, could be a real person, a movie. Mm. Well, interestingly enough, um, and this, this sounds, or when I say it in my head, it sounds worse. So I'm going to try and, and explain it properly. Um, my mother was a role model, but not in the same business way, because what she was doing is she had three children, one of three. So she had three children and she was just doing a part job I've been here and a part job I've been there and, a part, and she was just doing what she could to, to, to cover what she could cover. And at one point she had three part-time jobs. Um, and my, my dad worked nights, so it was like so that they could cover wow. working yeah. and with and, it, and you know, she worked really, really hard. But that I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be going from admin job to admin job and and just sort of working for and you, you do you work for quite low but admin world as an employee it, at your start, very, very low wage, and and you put all this effort in, and it doesn't feel like you get enough uh, gratitude for it. And I thought. That's definitely not what what I want to do. Not that I don't want to be like my mother, but <laughs> no, I hate turning into her anyway. I, I, you know, it's automatic. But um, but yeah, I didn't want to be like that. I wanted to be. I again, like I say, I was I was a millennial, so I just grew up thinking, well, I'm going to be something special. I'm going to be something amazing. I'm not going to have a, a a husband or kids. I'm not going to have them distract me from this amazing thing I'm going to be. I didn't have a clue what I was going to be, but I decided I was going to be something. It was like Alison's going to be a name to watch. Um, and that's what I grew up thinking. And uh, it was it was not until I was getting into college that I thought I actually want to do something for myself. I want I wanted to, but I couldn't think what, like I, I couldn't think what my skill was. Um, and for a while I thought about being an event planner because I'm very organized. So that sort of translated into that. Um, and then, then it didn't even occur to me that admin would be a, a business that you could have. Cause I hadn't heard of being a VA until I started doing it. And I could just kept calling myself like a page ago PA. And I, I actually had a customer before I had a business. So it was one of those things that I sort of fell into and then I noticed that, oh, actually, this is something that people want because people hate admin, which was bizarre to me because I really liked it and I thought, well, everybody can do it, surely. Um, so, no, I didn't have a role model growing up really in that way, but I just knew what I wanted to be like. I wanted, I suppose if you think of it like a like Devil Wears Prada, say the film. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't want to be that kind of strict boss, but I wanted that whole thing where I've got uh, a massive office premises and loads of staff running around, but I, w- I would be a lot nicer than her character. Yes. In um, a, a bit, a bit. <laughs> a bit nicer, um, but fair, that kind of thing. And uh, sorting and just sort of shouting and having my, my cup of tea brought to me, that'd be fantastic. Exactly. <laughs> not, not even having to shout, just, uh, you know, arch yeah. and eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, just once one runs out, I want another one brought in. <laughs> And, uh, um, but I, I, I can understand where you're coming from as well, mm. because we see uh, a lot of things that our parents did and mm. uh, we take uh, other inspiration or we realize that we want to do things in a different way. And I think yeah. that's very normal uh, for me. I saw my parents. So what I learned from them is definitely work ethic. And I think your mm. parents were working very hard as well. So yeah. that's something that I took from them. But at the same time, they also had uh, a bit old uh, a mindset that work was not necessarily something you enjoyed 
uh, doing. Mm. So it was mostly like put your head down, work hard, yeah. and you know, and uh, you'll go through it. And <laughs> so it was very weird for them when I kept searching for something more. Um, when yeah. I was in corporate, you know, and I was uh, working through my uh, career progression, every time I applied for a promotion, they were like, why? Aren't you happy? <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, okay, you got the, you know, uh, we, we are on a different path. And, uh, mm. um, and now, of course, with my business, uh, I think it's very different for people that uh, um, one of our different generation or also for people that are happy to have the structure because, of course, being in your own business, there is a certain level of uncertainty in, in what yeah. we do because there is. And, uh, and uh, that's not for everyone, which is fine as well because uh, that's why we have all these different roles and everyone covers yeah. a part. Uh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think to be honest, I mean, what you're saying with the like, work, I think like, my dad um, is 62 and he's been in the same job since he was 16, uh, same company, and he, he just gets on. And when I used to move jobs, he'd be like, Why are you moving jobs again? Because like, well, I don't like it. So, well, it's work, you're not supposed to like it, that's why you paid for it. So, mm -hmm. well, no, I don't want to spend Monday to Friday not liking what I'm doing so and he, it's something that he didn't understand and as I say he's still there and he'll be there until he retires but um he's uh yeah he just thought well no it's just a ends to a means for him he just goes yep yeah, I'm going I'll do my thing and I'll come home uh mm -hmm. still works nights and <laughs> so he's he, wow. and he he just eats he, basically to fund the rest of his week that's what that's what he does it for but I thought no I, I want a bit more than that I just I think else you know you spend a lot of your life at work so yes it should be enjoyed oh, thank you because uh, I love these uh, and I and I said that and I said it to my clients you know I I in even when I was in corporate uh, I remember that I made the presentations telling people that uh, uh, everyone deserves a job they love and uh, people were looking at me weird but the thing is uh, um, I believe that we are so lucky in the way that we live in a time where we can change jobs where we can have the flexibility and I understand that in different times you know it wasn't always possible um, the world felt smaller in some way mm -hmm. now even the fact that I can work from home uh, online uh, that opened up you know so many doors yeah, I don't need right. to you know look just in my city I can look you know uh, in, in even other continents um, and that's something different so that's something that people need to keep in mind as well when they're looking into options so what they could mm -hmm. be doing just don't look at you know your neighbor just look at the bigger picture and say what is available in the world or come up with a better idea and exactly. <laughs> but when it comes to um, role models, do you have anyone now that kind of inspires you? That uh, like, oh, that I've got. Do you know, I've got so many. There's so many colleagues in, um, and there's lots in the online space that you can that you can follow and go. Yeah, well, I'd love to be like that and things like that. And, but yeah, I try. I try to stay away from it too much because it can be a little bit demotivating when you think that you're not there. So what I'll just do is I'll keep pushing for. I'll keep pushing for that um, <laughs> the 60, 70 grand a year <laughs> so that I can have my cleaner and have a cook. And I'll, I'll, I'm trying to be a role model in myself, obviously, for my daughter. I, I want to make sure that she knows that, you know, you can go and do something that you want to do and you, and you can you can work hard and still be and still be at home and enjoying yourself and things like that. That's what I want to do. So 
I'm trying to make myself my own role model. Uh, that's what I want to do. I want to be able to put to the point where I can I can be that for I other people, and, and I can encourage people to to go in to do their own do their own thing. Like I've even I was speaking to my sister recently about uh, she's at she's at home. She's a stay at home mom at the moment. Her, her children are very very young, like like myself really. But she's got three of them. And I've just got one, mm-hmm. and she um, and I I said you know you could do you do so well with your makeup tutorials and things like that. You could really do that online. You could do something about that. And she was like, oh, no, it's not. For, and it's not for her. And that's, that's fair enough. But I want to be one of these people that encourages people to, to go for it. I mean, especially if you're at home anyway, what have you got to lose? You might as well give it a try. If, if something doesn't go right, you just, you just close it, close the Instagram account and just pretend it never happened if you wanted to. But so, that's yeah, that's what I want to be. I want to try and be a role model to other people as well as for myself and my daughter. I love it. I love it. Uh, and uh, it's, uh, it's what we need, honestly. Yeah. It's really what we need. We need more role models. We need mm-hmm. more people that stand up and lead from the front so that uh, um, you know, the others around us, other women can see us doing it. And then yeah. you know, they can take inspiration. Or just say, that's not what I want to do. I'll do my own things. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with going to work in corporate. I did it for a very long time. And for a lot of it, I enjoyed it. Um, so, you know, sometimes you like that cause you've got, you've got your team around you, you've got, uh, drinks after work and things. That's the one thing I miss about being self-employed. It's the, the going and having the little drink after work or having lunch together and stuff like that. So I try and make sure I, I see other, um, people. Yeah, you started actually. something, right? I did. Yeah, I have. That's this 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 week actually, this Thursday. So I, I go for a, a drink with some self-employed people. Um, That's such a clever idea, by the way. You that, really it, did a good thing. It was an excuse because, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> just being a parent and being in business, I don't get out much. So it was a bit of an excuse to go. Yes, I can go out once a month and and go and talk and connect with these people and get to know the people behind the brand and that's really really important to find I don't like the word tribe but to find your tribe and and find your community and um but to find the people that that you can bounce off that and surround yourself with these people that push you up rather than pull you back and mm-hmm. and and sort of understand what you're going through and and, and that can be because it can be a lonely place to work by yourself even when you've got family you've got friends that if they don't get it they don't get it and it's and it's and it's hard to explain that whereas I've got a community I've got a few people that I know I could go to with absolutely anything and and they'd get it completely and that's so important actually Mm. I think that's super key because uh uh, as you mentioned yes it can be a lonely place to be kind of like working from home and uh, and so on and at the same time you do need that type of uh, you know comparison uh, um kind of like bouncing ideas uh, just uh, you know a safe place where to say okay this didn't work out or yeah. celebrating success uh, exactly with people that understand what it you know what you went through to achieve it um yeah. and right now so what is your biggest priority in life right now uh my priority in in life it's, it's, getting <laughs> ready for, uh, it's getting ready for the big transition to school in september as well um for my daughter uh i it's 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 going to be a bit of a, a shift because I'm used to private nursery, which is obviously a lot longer hours than school will be. She was at nursery this morning at 7am and she she could be there till 6pm if I leave her there. So that is a long day. So to suddenly change from that, so I'm going to try and manage 
how I'm going to manage my workload with that, how I'm going to manage her levels of tiredness because she only goes three days a week at the moment. And, and my biggest priority is making sure she's ready for that. Mm, uh, my true. biggest priority for me uh, is, is growing this business, growing my visibility, uh, doing more networking events, more speaking events. That's what I, I want to be doing because I'm much better at talking through it with people than I am, say, for example, email marketing. It just doesn't, it, I can't convey it as well over that because it's, it's something I'm working on, but it's something that I can definitely see that my skills. Yeah, it's not your strength. It's not no, your strength. Yeah. No, so I will still do it, but it's just a case of I, I want to make sure that I'm getting more of my visibility out there. Um, I'm getting, uh, I'm saying yes to more things. I'm going to be uh, trying to trying to work to, uh, build a team so that I've got more work on so that I can start passing that on to people who who maybe not have they don't have a business yet but they're good administrators and they want to yeah. so that I can help them they might want to get the experience uh, they might want to start uh, you know yeah. helping you and then yeah. as working as a freelancer thing. that that's what I, I'd love to do that I'd love to get more people working on things that they want to work on I'd love to I'd love to have that big network because eventually that's that's what I see my bit that's why I took admin out of the business title the business name is because I want to have bolt-on departments for everything so if I had a, um, a few people that work HR accountancy IT support marketing and to the point where I've got sort of a network so that you could come to innovate collaborate and we're sort of a one-stop shop for small business owners so that they can have anything from anywhere and you know they can outsource all their all their functions in a way but through one person, uh, sort of a one-stop Tesco <laughs> or shop. Hey, I'm, I'm getting excited now. You know, that's a, that's a good dream. <laughs> oh, that's, that's amazing because you think that's about it. long term anyway. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's a, it's a great vision. So I, I really hope that, you know, it will become um, real as soon as possible. Yeah. Well, I'm and, working on one arm at the time. I'll get the admin one uh, sorted. And I've got, as I say, I've got a lot of connections that are in accountancy and HR and IT support. I've got, so, so it wouldn't be hard to do. It's just a case of uh, getting myself known for that first. So I, I want to make sure that the admin and business process and streamlining is all perfect first. And then, and then we'll, we'll move on to different arms of the business. Yes, that's amazing. <laughs> it's growing. And uh, um do you follow more your head or your heart when it comes oh, to your business? My head, I do. And I, I wish I didn't in a way. I, I'm, not, I'm not a creative. I always say I'm more logically minded, um, which people would probably assume anyway if I'm obsessed with spreadsheets. Uh, so I'm more logically minded. Uh, so things like creativity and things don't come naturally to me. Um, if you ever see me try and do something like creative, like something that I've seen on Pinterest, you would see my creativity is terrible. Like that I am just, I am the spokesperson for Pinterest fails. I am. If I try and do something, it just looks nothing like what it should. Um, but that's why I'm, I'm more logically. So I'm more, uh, you know, a pros and cons list kind of person. I'm uh, more like if I'm planning to do say a nice meal, I like to uh, make a look at an agenda of when I've got to do things. This is going to go in there. This is going to, I'm, I'm very, very logically minded. So yeah, I do. I do follow my head. Uh, it'll have to be something very, if it's very, very close with uh, pros and cons, for example, then I'll go with my heart. But usually it's my head. Usually it's the logic. Hey, but yeah. we, we need people like that. You know, I, I always said, so personally, okay, I'm more of the idea person. So 
um, but I remember at work uh, when he came to um, as well uh, assemble you know a good team then definitely you need to have a good balance of mm. people with different strengths because yeah. uh, for instance uh, I'm I come up with uh, I don't know many ideas in a day okay but not all those ideas are feasible <laughs> Let's be honest. And uh, I do need uh, always someone uh, to um, uh, just compare this idea and then go through it uh, and say, okay, what are those pros and cons? What am I not seeing here? You know, I prepared this great plan. What what are my blind spots? And that's where analytical people really, really come in handy because uh, they are the ones that make sure that... uh, the boat will not sink, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's why it's good, that. like you said, about having your community and having sounding boards and having people around you. Because if you are like like me, um, one of these people go, oh, well, it's a bit risky and things like that. Then you could have somebody go, well, no, actually, that's a really good idea. You, you carry on, you go with that if that's what you want to do. Um, whereas you say with the ideas, if you've got loads of ideas and you haven't got um, anything where you've analysed behind it, if, you've, if you're on your own, you've only got, the one head, the one brain, the one, you know, the one opinion. Absolutely. It's, it's very good to, to jump into any kind of community and, and find some like-minded people that can, not, not so like-minded that they're just like you, but they, they can have some good opinions and good feedback. Yeah, on good input. Uh, and you do need that sanity check. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> but so you, you gave us already a lot of value, but do you have, uh, um, can you leave us with a few words of wisdom uh, for um, our audience? Uh, if you if you've got a situation where you're talking in front of people because a lot of people that that's what I think a lot of people worry about in if they're first coming into business uh, they worry about you know selling their business or or things like that usually I I think I heard something recently where in the back of your mind when people go oh this is this could go wrong your brain is trying to protect you protect you from from something and it doesn't see the difference between you know there's a bear over there to there's a crowd room full of people waiting for you to talk it just doesn't it yeah. knows it's fear That's so true. they say that if you if you are getting those thoughts going this could happen this could just acknowledge that that's happening acknowledge that's happening it's only trying to protect you it's only a thought and opinion so just to sort of thank it in your head go yeah no it's fine i've got this you know i know yeah. what i'm talking about or uh, yeah it's fine i can talk to this person because they're just human they're all just humans. Everybody can talk to everybody. It's not something to, if you're going to a networking event and you're, you're on your own and you, you feel a bit nervous, just, just go where they're serving the tea and coffee. <laughs> People will talk to you anyway. And it's true. Just go and hang around there. <laughs> That's great advice. And uh, now you, you are spot on in the way that our brain tries to protect us. So there is yeah. a side of our brain, right? That tries to protect us. I call it like the inner critic. And I That's know that it, yeah. other people, you know, right, call it, uh, you can call it my monkeys, uh, however it is. But the thing is that we do have that voice inside our mm. head. One way to distinguish it is that from our own real concerns is that often that voice is speaking in absolutes, you know, Mm. it's really like this is will never be good or uh, you are always like this. It's not true. You know, those absolutes are not true. We need to look into, okay, thank you. I got this because either that voice is scared 
and that needs the reassurances like you reassure a kid that mm. is inside you know yourself um if the voice is aggressive because that can also take that uh, shape then yeah. at that point you are the adult in the situation and you just tell that voice um mind your own business because yeah. i'm driving yes. i'm driving this and i know what i'm doing because that voice could be a teacher could be a parent could be anything that we are carrying around That's and true. lagging around unfortunately from ages but there are ways right to, yeah. to and that's interesting that you mentioned that you mentioned the children it's like a case of if you wouldn't say that if you wouldn't accept somebody else saying that about you um and that's with anything confidence wise if it's anything about your weight or, or whatever it is if you wouldn't accept that from somebody else and a lot of things you wouldn't accept from somebody else then don't be saying it to yourself if you wouldn't accept somebody saying that to your child or to somebody you love you do not say that to yourself. Um, and, and, and sometimes, yeah, you just have to stand there and really, really think about what, what things are being said because they're not true. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm the same and, and to be completely transparent with, with motherhood, it's not come naturally to me. It's, it's just not. And I, and I suppose a lot of mothers will say this, they just wing it every day. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> they just get through how they can get through. And I'm constantly, that's, that's something that's constantly in my head, oh, you didn't do that right. Oh, you could have done that better. And it doesn't matter how many people, my friends, my family, my other half telling me what a good mother I am, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's inside and I can't quite get around that. I'm getting better at it going, actually, no, she's still alive. You're doing all right. <laughs> so yeah. it's, one of, <laughs> it's one of those things you go, actually, she's an all right. She's an all right person. She's a bit, she's a bit misbehaved, but she's four, you know, give her a break. But that's not, it's something you have to work on consciously and that's that's something I'd say really really try to do and if it is a confidence with uh talking about your business or if it's confidence with anything in your business or oh, should I really be putting another post on social media people think I'm being annoying no don't be don't be ridiculous yeah. people don't read every single social media post from you anyway there is no way they do so that's, uh, true. that's why actually we need to post multiple times because yeah. people will read one post in three so that's yeah. how it is I see things weeks late sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, but really, no, that that's spot on because I find that a lot of people get stopped by that voice in their head and yeah. uh, they don't uh, do as well as they could because yeah. they believe what they're hearing. Well, yeah. there are techniques and methods that, you know, can be applied. That That's honestly one of the cornerstone of what I do with my clients. So yeah. it's, uh, and, and also what I've done with myself before, <laughs> because uh, let me tell you, my inner critic was having a field trip. Every time I tried to do something different, every time, mm. you know, I applied for a new job or a promotion and so on. And, uh, um, and now and then it will keep presenting you know itself because that's how it works you never banish them but yeah. you manage them because yeah. in the end it's us so we are we are trying to you know in a way humanize a voice inside our head but mm. um i love what you were saying about uh, um before a speaking gig or before a big networking event just uh, you know analyze if that voice is really important if it's really yeah. saying something of value or if it's just trying you know to protect you because sometimes that's really the case and you don't want that to hold you back so i'm happy that that's not holding yeah. you back yeah <laughs> if it is saying there's a bear run <laughs> if, it's, yeah. if it's saying there's a bear run then run but if, <laughs> if it's saying oh there's loads of people they're all going to laugh at you they're not going to take you seriously that's probably not true because for example you haven't met everybody everybody there you haven't asked them what they're about to do so no logically it doesn't make sense so Absolutely. yeah, it's one of those 
that and it's interesting you say about applying for jobs and things like that uh, somebody said to me about how women especially they will only apply for a job if they meet all the criteria whereas men yep. i think it's only half or yes. maybe a bit more than that it's like around the uh, 50 to 60 yeah. percent men uh, men are fine applying for that yeah. uh, woman wants uh, true, uh, i wouldn't have applied i wouldn't have applied for something unless i'm hitting all the hitting all the that, bullet points yeah and, but the, uh, it shows doesn't it it's a level of confidence and it, it's really really important to uh, and, and it does it feeds everything into your business so and it's it's quite it can be debilitating if you if you've not got the confidence in your business it's very hard for people to be confident in you and confident in your business so even if you're just faking it for a while when you're confident just do that <laughs> absolutely and uh, honestly is uh, is a question uh, and you know of course my audience would have heard me say this before but it's more about uh, um confidence come from competency so you cannot uh, be born confident in a way in one specific area sometimes you have to go through that uncomfortable stage where you do something even if you're not you know as good as you think you want to be or whatever yeah. and then you gain that confidence so the only way to gain it is actually action there is no way around but yeah. that's why sometimes advices like fake it until you make it work mm. because you are doing it and then it becomes your new reality but until you just sit there and hope to become confident just by you know hoping really oh, hard uh, and yeah. think that's unfortunately is not gonna work uh, mm. some self-awareness is needed in the way that mm. you might unlock something that you know was holding you back but if you really want to become very good for instance a public speaking Mm. Uh, the only recipe is actually to do more of that yeah. and, <laughs> and uh, you know <laughs> i know it's not something people want to hear most of the uh, time but it's actually the trick um so alison look uh, where can people find you if they want uh, you know your help or if they want to just uh, look into your fantastic website yeah so my website is www.innovatecollaborate.co.uk uh, there's also links on there to go to my facebook um twitter i'm on instagram as well or you can email me which is just alison.couples at innovatecollaborate.co.uk a nice long email address <laughs> <laughs> perfect i will add the link to your website anyway in the description box so people can just click it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's great there's a great blog post on there on saving time and and saving um, saving your energy on things because we could all be doing something a bit more fun or a bit more useful. So you don't want to be wasting out on silly laborious admin tasks when you don't need to. <laughs> love it, love it. So thank you so much uh, for You're being welcome. with us today. I really loved it, and I'm looking forward to maybe catch up with you in one year time and see how far you come on your goals. Brilliant. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Yay! Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to this latest episode. If self doubts and inner criticism are holding you back from joining your business as the CEO as the boss, as the fantastic expert that you are, I can help you. Email me at nicoletta at poise2shine.com and we'll arrange a call.